At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play. Busy Friday here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM as we welcome you into our VEASAN studio here at the South Point. I'm Stormy Bonantoni along with Michael Lombardi who's out at his house in New Jersey. And Michael, with the NBA draft yesterday, the MLB trade deadline today, plus all 32 teams back at NFL training camps and ready to go, like we have no shortage of headlines. This is going to be a good one today. No doubt. I mean, no doubt. I mean, look, the NBA draft, uh, I mean, it's, you know, it takes forever to get done, but at least we have some perspective. The huge trade with Westbrook going to the Lakers, all these NFL camps opening up, everybody looks sensational. Let me remind you, Stormy, they're going air seven on seven. It's all against the air. There's no pads. We have yet had the pads on except for Dallas and Pittsburgh. So let's temper some of the enthusiasm. And then we've got the big trades. I mean, the mafia is coming to New York. I mean, look, we got Rizzo, we got Gallo. I mean, you know, I mean, they might have to raise an Italian flag at Yankee Stadium. You never know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And in LA too, you mentioned Scherzer. So we've got LA two big trades. One with Scherzer and Trey Turner going, of course, to the Dodgers. And then you mentioned it right off the top, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. And ultimately, that trade is him and two round picks for Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell Pope, and a pick last night. And Michael, big shift in the books for the Lakers. They were plus 600 a week from today to win the NBA championship some places, plus 500 earlier this week on BetMGM, now plus 400 behind only the Nets. 
that shocks me because I, I wouldn't have thought that Westbrook would have moved the needle that significantly. Look, uh, Westbrook's not a great shooter. He doesn't help their spacing whatsoever. Uh, you know, Westbrook is a triple-double machine mm-hmm. for himself. But yet we haven't seen him really play within a concept of the team that really makes everyone else a better player. So that bothers you. And then he's a ball-dominant guard, which LeBron James is a ball-dominant player, too. And I I love this rhetoric. I love how we all cover up for it. You know, well, when LeBron takes time off, how about that poor kid that pays 200 bucks to go see LeBron the day he takes off and he gets stuck with Westbrook? I mean, seriously. So... You know, for me, it looks like a marquee name. It gets it gets a marquee name coming in here into the Lakers, but I'm not sure it really moves the needle for their team. You know, yeah, Westbrook's a good player. He can get a triple double. He can rebound and start a fast break. But the reality of it is, is when it comes playoff time, where does he fit, and how do all these pieces fit? Because the one Achilles heel for the Lakers. And it was the year they won in the bubble, and it was last year, was their ability to make shots and spread the court, you know, and spread the field. Make the make everybody defend the width of the basketball court. And I don't think Westbrook's going to do that. When you mentioned him being a triple-double machine, averaged a triple-double last year for the fourth time, fourth time in his career. He is also a plus-110 favorite to be the NBA assist leader next year. But in terms of the fit, what I'm curious about is just the blend of those big three that are going to be there, right? Like him, LeBron, and AD – what will their meshing be? Yeah, that'll be interesting because, I mean, Westbrook is an alpha male. I mean, he wants the ball. He wants his numbers. I mean, I don't see him being, you know, Rondo, you know, what, remember when Rondo had the ball at the Lakers? They were, you know, like LeBron wanted it back. Like, you know, like I don't know how this is all going to work. I really don't. And Frank Vogel's got his work cut out for him and trying to, to get – players to buy into their role. I think that's the most important thing that has to happen at the Lakers. When you collect talent like they have, you have to define the roles of the players and your star players have to understand their role and your sub and and your auxiliary players, your backup players or your supporting cast has to understand their role. And it's the job of the coach to really explain that role to them in detail. This is what we're going to get from you. On these nights, this is what we have to have. And usually it requires unselfish behavior for the players to take that responsibility on. I think Vogel's got his work cut out for him. Yeah, and a weird situation with Russell Westbrook, too. He's the first NBA MVP ever to be traded in three straight off seasons. And now I yeah. look at a team like the Wizards. And what do, you, what do you think this move with Westbrook potentially means for a guy like Bradley Beal and his future? Well, I mean, according to Woj last night, whenever we could get sound bites of him, you know, I mean, whenever we weren't talking about fashion and we weren't talking about other things, I mean, you know, we actually got down to some basketball. Whatever happened to the idea of, okay, tell me why they drafted this player. Tell me how this player fits. And then tell me where it goes. Like, let me give you an example before I, you know, we'll we'll talk about this for a second. So, like, for me, the Wizards are, what Woj said last night was they're going to try to, Add, they, they got rid of some salary cap room. They're going to add some pieces to Beal to build a team around Beal. My question is, what have they been doing for the last five years? I mean, like, wasn't that always the plan? Like, wasn't that always going to be the plan to build around Beal? So, I mean, what they're saying is they're going to revamp the team. They're going to redefine the team. We'll see how that goes. But for me, there's so many questions that come up. You know, why did Scotty Barnes go? We talked about it. It was 50-50 yesterday on the show. Barnes four or five. Barnes went four. Where does Barnes fit for Toronto? Does that mean they trade Pascal Sakiam? Do they trade him or do they hang on to him and hope that he can change his mindset and become a different player, kind of like the one he was before he became a star? 
And then where does Suggs fit for Orlando? You know, we know they have Cole Anthony last year. We know, we know they have Markel Fultz, who they signed to an extension. They've got two points. Where does he fit? You know, where does he fit? You know, for me, as a former 76er fan, because I've, I've got <laughs> divesting myself off them, it's taken some time. I'm going to rehab. I understand uh. it. But I thought Suggs would have been the perfect player for the Sixers if they were replacing Simmons. You know, give him a legitimate point guard. I love the highlights of him playing basketball, football. I, I think he's so tough-minded. He can guard. And I think all these young players, you have to be able to play defense to offense. All these young players want to play offense to defense. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why they get two minutes on the court because they give, up too, they give up too many baskets on the defensive end. Whereas I think Suggs can gain extensive minutes because he's going to play defense and not be shy about it as his offensive game grows. Listen, I know you're trying to step away from the Sixers, but I got to ask you about him. I have to ask about Ben Simmons because while there were a lot of moves made yesterday, he wasn't one of them. He ultimately did not get traded yesterday. And every team that's been interested in him, it seems, they say that Daryl Morey's prices continues to be too steep. It's a king's ransom, yada, yada, yada. Where do the 76ers go from here? Well, you know, look, look, everybody says that. But if you take a step back and say, okay, Golden State, we asked for Weissman. We asked for Andrew Wiggins at two number ones and future two number ones. Okay, Mm -hmm. that sounds like an awful lot, right? Let's put the players' names into that. First of all, Weissman is probably a backup center in the NBA. Could be a decent bottom third, you know, guy who's going to probably get traded based on his contract, but never going to be a legitimate lottery pick, right? So, okay, what do you get with him? You get a backup player. Okay, Wiggins, we, uh, and then the other kid that they, that Wiggins, his will be his fifth team in how long, right? I mean, he doesn't shoot well. He shot 36% from the floor last year, he, you know, which was one of his best seasons from the three-point line. But he's been very inconsistent. He's been hard to coach, hard to deal with. So is he really a megastar? No. So you get two players that are really bench players or, or sub-players, supporting cast players. Then you get the two draft picks, Okay. Are they going to be really that good? I mean, 7 and 14. See, there's some teams in the NBA that subscribe to the theory of this. Once you get to pick five, pick five to 30. Now, I know this is going to revolutionize all the process, people, and I know it's going to piss everybody off that think the draft, the NBA, the lottery, mad, is the, wor- <laughs> the lottery is one of the worst terms they've ever used in the NBA because, it, it, because if you're picking 10, you're really not, you're not getting a lottery pick player. When you win the lottery, you get a, you get all this money and you can change your life. In the NBA, the 10th pick in the draft isn't going to change your team. Picks maybe one, two, and three could change your team. That's the lottery. That's it. Pick seven and 14, you got to be really good. You got to be hopeful that you get a good player. And you could get a supporting cast player that looks really good around superstars. But the NBA draft, and I agree with the Pelicans did, they went from, they moved down and got the same player. Mm-hmm. They moved down and got the same player. If I ran an NBA team, I would never trade up. Never, never trade up. Why? I'm going to get the same player. They're all going to be alike. They're all probably not going to be good enough. I need a megastar to go with them. So for me, I, when everybody says that was too much for Simmons, put the names in and tell me you wouldn't trade all those names for, for a legitimate all-pro all defended player. Yeah, no, that is unique perspective. All, it's just a, it, it's all just a bunch of junk. It's all just a bunch of window dressing, and so every it's it's the problem with America. It's why I'm so fat. Everybody <laughs> wants to go through the smorgasbord. Everybody wants to go through the buffet line. They want to load their plates up, and they think they're really doing well. You know, look at all those picks the Sixers got. They're not they're not any good players in there. 
I, I related to that buffet line thing a little bit too close to home because I just met up with a couple of my friends from an old job I had the other day, and they used to call me Stormy yeah. Two Plate because at the buffet I never would just go with one; I'd get two from the beginning. And apparently, you're not supposed to do yeah, that. I don't. Agree. You can't help yourself. You know, I, I want a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, you get all. Oh, I got the Sixers got five picks for Simmons. Well, right. Okay, the 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 the, the Nets traded four picks for Harden. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. Nobody goes back and analyzes the trade. Nobody goes back and looks at the, who were those four players. Who were those four players that they picked? Yeah. Well, and usually, when you go back and look at it like that, particularly in the NBA, you wouldn't be able to call up the Nets and say, "We'll trade you player A, B, C, and D." Who those picks were for Harden? They would laugh at you. So it's the. But the, when the trades announced, when the trades announced, oh, they got a king's ransom. They, you know, they got buffet tickets over at the Caesar's Palace. Is what they got. It is the the three teams that have turned the Sixers down for what they offered were the Spurs, Raptors, and Golden State Warriors. Now, so those have been the three names that have really come out. But in terms of just the draft talk that you're talking about, that makes sense why we saw the results that we did in the draft last night. Right, that one, two, three were essentially considered to be a lock, and then after that, we saw a lot more parity than I think even we expected going in what were some of your big surprises from the draft last night well you, you know i i think that that toronto making that decisions to take scotty barnes i mean i watched scotty barnes through the season at florida state certainly a talented player was a little disappointed with them in the in the tournament you know when he had a chance to rise his game i love Suggs. Mm-hmm. i thought Suggs yeah. would be the perfect replacement for kyle lowry i thought that would have been a great move for them but you know look they didn't do that i was a little disappointed in oklahoma city because i thought oklahoma City, since they're collecting all these picks, would have been able to cash some of them in. Josh, you know, and, yeah, and I yeah. felt like they, they had an opportunity. You know, you're getting all these picks, but then you don't like any of these players. So what are we doing? You know, I love Davion Mitchell. I thought Sacramento hit it with Davion Mitchell. I thought he was great. I really did. You know, Kamunga, who went to Golden State, I don't know. You know, would you trade Kamunga and what they get, Durante at 14, mm-hmm. Chris Durant? At four, would you trade Durante, him for Simmons? Yeah. I don't think I would. I wouldn't. You know, I, I, yeah. I mean, I know you're getting two for one, and, you you know, they'll punch your ticket, and you can probably get dessert, too. But, I mean, is that a good deal? <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. I thought the Spurs pick was interesting. I, I think everybody did. Didn't have their their cards ready for him to come out there and be the guy uh, right away. So, you know, what uh, Primo, Josh Primo from Alabama, but obviously the Spurs saw something in him. I thought book night at Charlotte was a great pick for them. Mm-hmm. Washington picking Corey Kispert, pinky ring suit, loved it, you know, looked great. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Stormer. You had it on mute. That so you were just me. staring at the outfits. Uh, I was watching the outfit. Of course, it's all it's, it's all they kept showing with the outfits. I mean, like seriously, like I mean, like I really care about the. I want to know. I want to know how the player fits, why they picked the player, and what does this do to the team next year? Because we have free agency around the corner. Mm-hmm. We have free agency around the corner, so I, I want to see how it all blends together. Instead, I got a fashion show. Yep, still a lot more to to come and to find out. But the cool thing about immediately what follows the draft is that we have the rookie of the year odds out immediately following for the next year. And goes down. Jalen Suggs there at four. So it's it's pretty much in line with the draft what we have for our rookie of the year odds and it seems like another situation where Cade Cunningham should be the guy. 
Well, I mean, assuming that he is, I mean, you know, we know this, that he didn't, he didn't work out great for them. We know that. I mean, they had a meeting after all the workouts and said, look, we know he didn't have a great, well, this is in Detroit. We know he didn't have a great workout, but he had a great career. We're going to go off the career. It's just one piece of the pie. You know, I would take a shot at, I would take a shot at uh, book night for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I think it was a great pick. I'd take a shot at Davion Mitchell. You know, I, I would take a shot at those guys. And look, I think Evan Mobley's game is really tailor-made for the pros. He's he's long. He runs, you know, he, he's able to get up and down the court with speed, which is so important. And if he improves his shot, he certainly can be a, a an impact player. But like most drafts, Stormy, like whether it's the NBA or the NFL, or whether it's a recruiting class in college, they're all about the next year's team, not the current team. James you know, Booknight, And so it yeah. takes a guy... It takes a guy to get playing time and a role right away, but it's tip. I mean, Michael Carter Williams won Rookie of the Year. He's not even, you know, he's barely on a team right now. So it's really about time and place more than it is about overall development of talent. James Book Knight, since you mentioned him a couple of times, is just an interesting one to me because, like, he started out like his prop for where he was going to go was ten and a half, and then it everybody loved him all of a sudden. He got moved up. It went all the way. I think the number closed at six and a half. He eventually goes eleven. So just kind of a crazy up and down with him. Um, one last thing I wanted to ask you: How do you feel about knowing the picks and having the books have to close down on picks ultimately because? we have the Woj bombs and we have all of these stories come out. I was laughing, John Morant tweeting saying, Hey, can I actually like find out what's going to happen in the draft? Or am I going to see everything online first? Well, I think part of the reason stormy is because the ESPN coverage of the draft is, is kind of not exactly very good. So everybody re- re- reverts back to Twitter. Yeah. And if Twitter didn't have the picks, I mean, we're waiting forever. I mean, there's trades going down left and right, and we're talking about fashion, you know? And so people want their information. That's why you're watching the draft. And yet ESPN thinks we want something else. So I don't know if you're going to change that because the people on Twitter, it's actually a better follow. That's why you're out here muting it. I see you, Michael Lombardi. When we come back, we'll get into some NFL talk. So stay with us right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Football season just around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and a lot more. So download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 as we welcome you back here to the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Stormy Bonantoni and Michael Lombardi with you. Shifting gears to a little bit of football and Michael, I mean, the Aaron Rodgers saga has been going on for months and months and months and we finally have that in the rear view and then the minute we do we still are talking about the Packers because of the Devontae Adams contract situation and he basically said yesterday that he feels that he's earned the right to be the highest paid in the league at this point right now he's the highest the 18th highest paid receiver in the NFL how shocking is that to you at this point I mean every player should want uh, to be the highest paid at their position especially a guy who's had a really wonderful career so far and has dominated his position I mean would I take uh, Devontae Adams over Tyreek Hill no I wouldn't do it. I mean, he, you know, Tyreek Hill changes the game. Devontae Adams, is, that doesn't make Devontae Adams a bad player. He's still a really good player. So you got to ask for it. The market's moving. The market's changing, you know, and this is a guy who's, you know, over 100 catches, 18 touchdowns. You know, he's puts impressive numbers on. He's a number one receiver. That's a hard thing to find in the National Football League, a true number one receiver mm-hmm. who can defeat man coverage, win on third down, and get the ball in the end zone 18 times last year. So, yeah, I mean, he should want to be the highest paid player. Now, you've got to negotiate a deal based on that. And where are those numbers? And then you flavor in the franchise tag. Okay, if I kept you for a year, what's it going to cost me? And then how would that play out over the next four years with if I give you guaranteed money? I, I don't have a problem with the player wanting to get paid the most, especially when he puts the numbers up that he does. I was looking at his props over here, the totals that we had up just a moment ago, and I was a little bit surprised at how low some of them were, just given the production that he had last year playing 15 full games of the 16, and now that the slate has moved up to 17, um, 18 touchdowns, his total up there is just 11. He had 1,374 receiving yards last year, his total there, 1,300 and a half. Um, I was surprised. I thought these were a little bit low considering the extra game this year. 
Well, it's yeah, it's five touchdowns less than what he had last year, but the touchdowns, it's seven. I mean, Tanyan had 11 touchdowns last year for the Packers. So, you know, and just because they brought Randall Cobb and does, I think the ball's going to Adams in the red zone. There's no doubt. So I would go over on the 11 touchdowns. And, you know, would I go over on the receptions? Probably not, because with Cobb in there, the way Aaron Jones is, the way Tanyan is, I think they'll spread the ball around. One thing about Rodgers, he will spread the ball, and, and Adams gets double teamed quite a bit. So I, I might lean away from the receptions. The touchdowns, getting the ball into the end zone, is what Adams does better than anybody. He did it 18 times last year. I think I'd go over that number. And Adams said, by the way, he doesn't want to be in negotiations in the season, doesn't want to take the focus away from the team and what they're trying to accomplish this year but that's enough of the Packers talk we have beat that horse to death want to move on to the Browns here because um, OBJ was not placed on the pup list to start training camp a big boost to the team that he passed his physical and now we're hearing that Baker Mayfield feels that he and OBJ are making some pretty quote huge strides in camp how do you feel about that what are your expectations for OBJ this year with him well, look, I think the Browns have a lot of good receivers, and I think we saw last year this People Jones kid, although he only had 14 catches for them, he really shined when he got his chance to play. Uh, you know, Higgins really stepped up when he had a chance to play, and then Landry did a really good job, even though he was hurt to a degree last year with 72 catches. But, look, Beckham gives them a guy that you've got to defend on the outside. He gives them a guy that on third down, you know, you've got to be able to take care of. And the Browns were 45% converting third down. So with the weapons they had last year, you know, Beckham only had 23 catches last year, still three touchdowns, but it really gives them a, a great opportunity, plus these tight ends that they keep utilizing and as successfully. Uh, I think it just blends in the offense. And the one good thing is they can stay in one, they could stay in one formation, two tight ends, two receivers, and Beckham and Landry is the two receivers, and they could probably get into anything they want to get into in the passing game or in their running game, and that really puts the onus on the defense. So I like the Browns team, but we know the Browns have to be better on defense. When you give up 419 points, last year nobody would believe they gave up four, they scored 408 and gave up 419. Yeah, my only question about OBJ is what we've heard a number of times, that if you don't get him the ball early, then he gets a little bit in a mental funk. So we'll see how that relationship ultimately does play out with he and Baker Mayfield this year. Michael, when we come back, I'm getting you in a game of doubt or no doubt. Are you ready? I'm ready, Stormy. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Back here on the Lombardi line in just a little bit. Here, start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, playoff teams, plus power ratings for every single team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. 
And uh, we had some some breaking news just come in, Michael, in regards to college football. So nice there as we're talking about our betting guide that it's officially official. Texas and Oklahoma have accepted their invitations from the SEC. Of course, yesterday, the SEC voted unanimously that they would extend the invitation to welcome them. But it's done now. It's going to happen in 2025. 2025 we got to wait that long yep. so you know i mean I, I wonder where is the big 12 going to be for the next what four years we have to wait mm-hmm. i wonder where their modus operandi is going to be are they going to let this go on or are they going to pay a fee to get out it's interesting yeah, it's definitely, a, it's, I think, going to be an awkward situation for the next few years and see the way that things transition out. But just wanted to get that out there because I, I we have a game to play, Michael, that's very important to me. We're going to play a little doubt or no doubt. And the first one that we have on here, Matthew Stafford. Will he have the most passing yards in the NFC West? Doubt or no doubt? Well, let's go through it, right? I don't think it'll be Kyler Murray because I think he runs around. I worry about him staying healthy. Jimmy Garoppolo, they build their running game first, so they're going to really run the ball, uh, whether it's Trey Lance or Garoppolo there. And then Seattle wants to run the ball. So I think there's no doubt he would be. I think there's no doubt. They're going to throw the ball, and they're going to make some throws down the field. I think what we're going to see from the Rams this year with Matthew Stafford is more of a – is more of a drop back pass game. Is more of a, you know, I'm going back. I don't need to play action to separate the defense and I can throw it down the field. So I, I definitely think he will have the most yards. His passing yards total there, 4,600 and a half. And I, I feel a little sad. Jimmy Garoppolo's neglected on this graphic. No, no love, no expectation for Jimmy G. Well, I, no, I, it's not J- Jimmy G for me. I think it's their offense. Mm-hmm. I think it's the uncertainty of who's going to be the quarterback. And I think the fact that they run the ball so much. I mean, Russell uh, at 4,300 is a lot, but 17 mm-hmm. games, you know. And, and I also think part of these passing yards is, are you playing from in front or are you playing from behind? And when you're playing from behind, you're getting a lot more passing yardage than if you're playing from in front where you're trying to reduce the game and get first downs. Yeah, no question. And for Jimmy G, of course, he only played six games last season, not even 1,100 yards. Uh, seven. Look at that, seven touchdowns, five interceptions. That was a rough one for, for your girl Stormy and her 49ers. Question number two, <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick, now, of course, with the Washington football yes. team, only had two winning seasons in his career, never made the playoffs. Fitzpatrick will make the playoffs the first time this year, doubt or no doubt. I doubt it. I, I, I think there's such momentum that everybody thinks Washington is good. You know, when is the last time you can remember when there's been the national pundits have been so high on a team that the teams actually come through and played as well? As I've said many times on this network, I mean, if you remember the last game of the season against Philadelphia when they went no Moss, you know, Washington doesn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they didn't make – and that was with the stellar – that was when they were playing at their best. That was after the Dwayne Haskins and the Alex Smith fiascos. That was when they were playing their best, not offensively. I'm worried about their offense. I'm worried about how good they could be on offense. Yeah, and we talked yesterday about that specifically with Fitzpatrick and the ups and downs that he has and the question marks there with Taylor Heineke. So another wait-and-see type of a situation. Now, one of the teams that Brian Fitzpatrick did have a winning season with last year with the Dolphins um, that team now is forced in another difficult situation with Xavier Howard. He obviously wants out of Miami. He feels disrespected when it comes to his contract and the Byron Jones situation. Howard will be traded before the regular season starts, doubt or no doubt. I doubt it. 
I doubt it. I think they're going to try to resolve this. I think they're going to try to resolve this. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's important for them to resolve it because they know, like I know, Byron Jones isn't good enough. I don't care what pro football focus says. I don't care what any of that, you know, some guy on Twitter telling me that he's really a good corner. No. They know that teams go after him. And if they trade Howard, then that pass defense is going to really get weak. And I think that's a real issue. They can't trade Howard. Howard's one of their best players. Mm-hmm. You can't trade one of your best players. Yeah, 10 interceptions last year. It's interesting, though, that you put it that way because I think he's made it so clear that he wants a trade that he wants out of there that you just don't think that it could happen or should happen. Well, they own his right. So, you know, this is, again, again, we're falling right in this trap against Stormy. He contract. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to do anything. As much as you know, we want to try to generate this, you know, this isn't the James Harden situation. They do not have to do anything. All right. I'm going to throw one more at you. That it's a baseball one. It's not an NFL one. It's a baseball and, and, yeah. and basketball one. So the Lakers now, obviously, with Russell Westbrook and the Dodgers with Max Scherzer. Doubt or no doubt that L.A. will have two championships this year. I think the Dodgers win it, but I doubt the Lakers will. You're going to have to prove to me that Westbrook fits into this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you're also going to prove to me that LeBron can stay healthy. You know, LeBron's no spring chicken now. And these injuries creep up. I mean, he had a high ankle sprain last year during the season, and then he hurt again. I mean, he was never the same. So, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I, I don't see that. I don't, I mean, I'm just not going to give the Lakers this when there's still continuity to go through. And they lost a lot, a significant part of their bench. I mean, look, Kozma, they, they overpaid him. I mean, Harrell was really disappointing for them last year, really disappointing. And I think they thought that they really stole a player from the Clippers when in reality they didn't. And we're going to get into the baseball a little bit more when Wes Reynolds joins the show with us in just a little while. Also, Josh Applebaum later in the show, get all of his MLB picks. But in terms of just this trade in general, like the Dodgers, that's another situation where the odds have shifted significantly with them making this yeah. move. The Dodgers get Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, who is an all-star this year, considered a top 10 player in the league. And uh, you look at what the Nationals receive there. It's essentially just prospects. So, um they better be good prospects because they got two really good players. The Dodgers have better sent their top prospects over. I mean, the Padres, because, you know, the, we know the Padres thought they had Scherzer. Mm-hmm. They, there was a report on Twitter, not that that's accurate, that the, they thought they had him. So, you know, there had to be something, one of those players, and I'm not that familiar with Triple with, with the minors, but one of those players was somebody the Dodgers didn't want to give up that they had to throw in the hat to close this deal. Yeah, I believe two of their prospects actually were pretty high on the totem pole. We'll talk more about this with Wes Reynolds when he comes back. I'm going to ask him how he thinks the Padres are feeling today. We'll be right back here on the Lombardi Line.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You can turn a $1 wager on the Cardinals or Twins into 100 with BetMGM if either team hits a home run. Just use the bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use that promo code VSIN100. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, you can call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. So welcome you back here to the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Live from our Vsin studio at the South Point, Stormy Bond and Tony here. Michael Lombardi out in New Jersey, and we're about to bring in Wes Reynolds, fellow Vsin host, to talk through a little bit of this MLB stuff. Because Wes, I'm watching the draft for the NBA last night, and then the biggest news that's breaking on my phone is that the Dodgers have swooped the Padres for Max Scherzer and get Trey Turner as well. And then we just heard during the break that Jose Barrios from the Twins is going to the Blue Jays, which is a team I thought the Padres were going to be targeting to get Barrios since they didn't get Scherzer. 
Yeah, exactly, Stormy, because, uh, look, we had the NBA draft, and then we have the trade deadline the next day (laughs) ending this afternoon, so maybe there's going to be a petition, hey, let's make this a regular thing (laughs) with everything so topsy-turvy in the sports world. But, yeah, when I was on the air yesterday with Matt Humans on my guys, we thought, okay, this is going to be done. Max Scherzer is going to be a San Diego Padre. The futures got cut across the boards, I think. Down at Circus Sports, Padres got cut to about six to one in terms of a World mm-hmm. Series future because it was assumed that Scherzer was going to be in San Diego. Dodgers don't give up very easily, and now they and the Yankees have the highest payrolls in Major League Baseball. The more things change, the more they stay the same, even in 2021. But look, I think the Dodgers kind of had to do a little bit of something. Obviously, Trevor Bauer not going to be back anytime mm-hmm. soon. So. You had to kind of strengthen that starting rotation, and you have Bueller, and you have Kershaw up there. Maybe they didn't like also what they saw out of David Price uh, the other day in terms of in a starting role, so want to move him back to the bullpen. I would expect the Dodgers are going to really even not be done today. They're going to stay involved with Craig Kimbrell. A lot of teams are going to be after Craig Kimbrell from the Cubs because now it's clear they are waving the white flag on the north side of Chicago. They're trading people. They've already traded Rizzo, Chris Bryant, and or Hobby Baez. At least one of the two, I think, are probably going to be on the move. So don't think the Dodgers are done yet. So the Padres, in response, they do get a nice bullpen arm in Daniel Hudson and really kind of reinforcing that back half of the bullpen. Because if you look at what the Padres did last night in the 3 up and win over Colorado, seven innings pitched by Joe Musgrove. Seven scoreless innings, so very good. However, when you look at San Diego, my concern for the Padres, they have 47 starts this year that have gone five innings pitched or more. That's the lowest in Major League Baseball. This is a bullpen that Jace Tingler has kind of taxed and had to use early and often, and they got the lowest ERA in the bigs, but that bullpen may eventually kind of peter out here in September. So you are concerned about that. So that's why I think San Diego probably still needs to be involved for a starter by this afternoon's deadline as well. Wes, you know, you mentioned the Yankees and Rizzo, and, and the Cubs are going to pay $4 million of Rizzo's salary, which I'm sure makes the Yankees' payroll much happier. But, you know, give me your your take on Gallo and Rizzo. And Rizzo's not the same player. His power has diminished. But give me your take on what this does for the Yankees, and would you think about wagering them to get to the World Series? I, I think you certainly could, Michael. Where I think that they're going to end up, I don't think they're going to win the East. I think this probably puts them in a really good position for the wild card and, and passes them up with a couple teams. It would look like them and Oakland would be the wild card teams. But you're going to see a little rotation now with Rizzo, obviously with Rizzo and Joey Gallo. And Gallo, by the way, is having a career year. Those are the guys that they need in terms of left-handed bats in the lineup because I think we've been saying all season, it's like, okay, Brian Cashman, you've got LeMahieu and Judge and Stanton and Torres, Gary Sanchez, Urshela. That's a right-handed dominated lineup. They didn't go get a lefty bat in the offseason when the opportunity was there to get Kyle Schwarber. But nevertheless, I think, you know, with, with Rizzo, the numbers have gone down a little bit. Maybe a change of scenery will be good. He's at least a solid enough defensive first baseman. So we'll see if Luke Boyd is going to be on the move or if they're going to maybe keep Boyd and have Rizzo kind of in that 
wheel of DHs, if you will, because Geo Stanton has not played an inning in the outfield since 2019. And if he has, he's only played right field, which is Joey Gallo and Aaron Judge's primary position. So that's what you're going to see. You're going to see some days Rizzo's going to DH. Some days it'll be Judge. Some days it'll be Sanchez. I still think that they got some issues with the pitching, especially in that bullpen. I know Chapman got a save, so, you know, have the parade here in the Bronx because they were able to actually <laughs> – finish a save situation earlier this week but I still think even with the added power right now I would only put them in the wild card spot Rizzo by the way did have a really cool farewell yesterday from Wrigley a a big thank you from the fans and a guy that I'm sure a lot of Cubs fans thought after winning that World Series would be a lifer in that organization but going to another very historic one himself thinking of the Cubs though brought up the Chris Bryant question to to me Uh, I saw the athletic reporting that there's no indication that a deal is close to being done but that they are in talks with the Cubs about Chris, that the Rays are in talks with the Cubs about Chris Bryant and Craig Kimbrell. Um, what are your thoughts on that, or where do you think Chris Bryant could end up? Yeah, uh, Stormy, and we've been hearing the Rays, we've been hearing the Mets have been kicking the tires as well, and clearly what you're seeing is a fire sale in Chicago because a lot of these players are free agents, including Chris Bryant. I didn't think Rizzo was going to be the first one to move. But he eventually did. I thought Bryant would have been the first one. Javi Baez, also a free agent. Craig Kimbrell has got to move because you're going to get the max amount of value on him right now because he's kind of found, you know, he's found his previous form. Last couple years, it's like, hey, what's happened to this guy? This guy can't do it anymore. And he's rebounded this season. So I would expect Bryant at some point he has got to move. I know uh, Taylor McGregor, the uh, reporter for the Cubs on the uh, marquee telecast, was saying he was kind of sitting in the dugout at the end of the game by himself, just kind of surveying the situation almost. Uh, Reminds me of the uh, old sitcom, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air finale, when Will Smith is in the living room all by himself and everybody's moved away and he's got this empty house to himself. And that's kind of what it reminded me with Chris Bryant, like, Okay, you know, we've had a really good run here in Chicago. Now it's going to come to an end. But Kimbrell, for sure, has to move, I I think, somewhere because there are so many teams that need back-end bullpen help. Wes, as you look over the slate today uh, with the trade looming and all that, what what games are you really looking to to wager on uh, for tonight? Yeah, Michael, uh, when I was looking here, you're seeing it already get priced in with the Yankees. You're seeing the big move on the Yankees. And usually when a team gets beat like a drum the day before, like the Yankees did a two touchdown win for the Rays yesterday, I would want to back that team. But you're going to continue to see the Yankees get money all day with this new reinforcements in the lineup. And I think that's going to eventually give value on the Marlins. By the way, that's a team obviously not in contention, 14 games under 500. But I kind of like what Derek Jeter and Kim Ng are doing down there in Miami because what they are doing, they traded actually, they had their own trade. They traded Starling Marte yesterday to the Oakland A's to get uh, Lazardo back. And Lazardo's numbers have been down, but he's a pretty good prospect. You look at what the Marlins are doing and Michael you've been through this in the NFL sometimes when you have a team that's very low on the totem pole it's like get good on one side of the ball okay we're going to get good on defense we may struggle on offense but we're going to be good on defense and that's what I think the Marlins are kind of doing here get good pitching because you look at this staff you've got Alcantara Pablo Lopez in the rotation you're adding Lazardo as a high ceiling 
Trevor Rogers has had a really good rookie year. Sixto Sanchez is going to come back off the DL. You've got two top 50 prospects, Ed Cabrera, Max Meyer, in the AAA right now. So that's what the Marlins are doing. They can't hit a lick. But they've got really good young pitching. So I would be looking to wait on the Marlins this afternoon and see if people keep betting the Yankees, putting them in all their parlays. They're like $1.60 favorites now. They could get up to $1.70, $1.75, and maybe take the inflated price on the Marlins tonight. Hey, guys, really quickly, we had some breaking news coming out of Colts camp this morning that Carson Wentz is out indefinitely as he undergoes further testing on a foot injury that he suffered in yesterday's practice. That's coming from Adam Schefter and Mike Wells, both of ESPN. I guess um, Jacob Eason took the starter reps at today's practice. Michael, can I go to you first on just your quick thoughts? You know, I just saw that too, Stormy. And, you know, obviously when you say out indefinitely, there has to be some indication that there's something, there's a bone broke in that ankle or something that's really uh, debilitating because typically if it was just, you know, a plantar fascia, you would say, okay, he's, you know, we're going to miss a little bit. But out indefinitely, I think that causes some alarm. No, sure, we'll get the MRI, but this is not good news for the Colts as they start camp. Wes? Yeah, yeah, this is certainly not what you wanted to hear, and I am a, a Colts fan and partisan, but, you know, there's Jacob Eason's music. Uh, by God, it's Jacob Eason's music right now because he looks like he is going to be the guy, and now maybe some attention uh, turns to perhaps another quarterback that might be available. I don't know if the Colts will kick the tires on Nick Foles or not. Certainly that would be another reunion with Frank Reich, but, uh, yeah, this is not an encouraging sign basically on the first day of camp with Indianapolis. No, not at all, especially when you have the situation with Carson Wentz hoping that he might get back to that 2017 form. Hey, Wes, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks guys. Wes. Have a good appreciate weekend. You. That's Wes Reynolds, fellow VEASAN host here uh, joining us. And um, always great insight from Wes. I love talking to him because I feel like you can literally throw up anything you want to talk about. And he can go forever and give you insight from the history in the 60s. He just knows everything for whatever reason. Michael. <laughs> He's really good. He does. He, he covers all the sports, too. We even talked about golf this weekend. That's, oh. we, we, we let himself down. I know. We, we missed one. USA Golf. We'll get that next week, though, for sure. We'll be right back here on the Lombardi Line. Stick with us. This is Vicent, the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.